Welcome to another episode of Network, Women in Mining South Africa's podcast channel. I'm Raksha Naidu, the current Deputy Chairperson of Women in Mining South Africa and one of the members of the Mentorship Committee. And I'm here today in studio with some of our incredible mentees. I will let them introduce themselves. Good day, everyone. My name is Unity Shiwuri. I'm a chief boss at Torivas Mine. I'm a 2022 Wimsa Hi, everyone. My name is Umbrani Habi. I'm a Wimsa for 2022, a regional share coordinator for Fraser Alexander. Looking forward for the conversation. Hi, everyone. My name is Ndamure Romuchinya, a Wimsa 2022 mentee, and I'm a section ventilation officer at Angloplat. Nice to be here. Hi, everyone. My name is Moyaha Wontohai. I'm a product specialist at WM Minerals. I'm a 2022 mentee. Nice to be on this program. Great. Thanks, ladies, for being here today. So today we're going to talk about what do mentees want mentors to know? And I think that this discussion is going to be a bit twofold because some of these incredible mentees, I know with certainty, have already become mentors. So they're going to have a very different perspective or insight in terms of how can mentors be better mentors with their secrets that they've learned? So, Perry, let's start from the beginning. So, we have mentors, obviously, that exist as part of a peer-to-peer mentoring because you guys mentor each other as well. And from this program, I would like to think that you've probably gone out and identified mentors in industry that you've reached out to or you wanted to connect with. So, let's start there. Unity, what has it been like joining a peer-to-peer mentoring program and now trying to identify a mentor for yourself in a one-on-one space? Okay, like when I started, I didn't have a mentor at all. So this was the first time I have to find myself a mentor. So I find myself, the gender that I was most comfortable with myself was females. So I will knock at the senior females in my company and then ask them that, can you be my mentor? I never had one and I see that I really need to have one. So the journey has been great. Everyone that you approach, it's it's amazing how everyone is so willing to say, no, sure, I can mentor you anytime. You know, so yeah. That's good. That's very positive. Uh, and Dama, what about for you? Did, did you ever approach someone before you started this program? No, I didn't um, formally approach anyone to be my mentor. But then after joining the program, that's when I got nuggets on how to approach someone to become my mentor. And what was it like for you? What was that conversation like when you approached someone? Okay, how I did it, I sent an email, what other people wouldn't advise. But yeah, I sent an email to them. And then they responded, okay, it's fine. Come see me. Let's have a chat. So that's great. So both you and Unity have had such positive experiences with people being so welcoming. Hambalani, did did you find that it was difficult? Have you had maybe not as easy a conversation as, as the two ladies have mentioned? I think we, we tend to make it so difficult for ourselves and it's not as difficult as we, we, we believe it. Once you send that email, once you make that first approach, it's easier. The response is not what we mostly expect. Even when the mentor comes back and say, let's see what I will do around it. So um, it's that thing of saying, even when they respond in a vague way, for us, it's still something positive on saying, oh, there's light at the end of the tunnel anyway. Let me wait and see if they will have time for me because they're going to check their calendar. They're going to check if they can be able to squeeze me in there. So it's the first step that is bold that we have learned to take within this program. Uh, we have learned to take that first step 
and the response, it, it shows us there's light at the end of the day. Well, that's good. It, it also gives you an inner sense of confidence and boost that, okay, I'm taking the right step in the right direction. Boy, how, how's your experience been? Okay, mine is a bit different because I always thought, okay, I don't have a mentor. And initially when the program started, I felt like, okay, do I really need one? But when I looked at uh, my, my career journey, that's when I realized that I always had one. I just didn't name that person to be my mentor. So because the reason why I'm saying that is because the person has always been available to listen and always available to advise and always available to channel me in the right direction. So I have officially made the person one of my mentors. It Initially, it was not like that. It's something that I thought, okay, somebody that is always willing to listen, but only to find that actually this person is leading me in the right direction and he's actually mentoring me. So that's how my experience has been. An interesting point there for I think us to talk about further is exactly what it is a mentor is supposed to be or what role are they meant to be playing? Because I think we, we sometimes don't understand enough as to what that person needs to be. And I know from my own personal experience throughout my career journey, trying to identify who needs to be your mentor is probably one of the hardest parts of the journey because what it is that we're looking for, who are we looking for, and why are we looking for them as well? I think sometimes we see people out there and we think, ooh, she looks like she's in a in the right type of role, in the right type of industry. She must be the right person for me without actually knowing enough about myself before I approach that next step. So I think it has to start a little bit with understanding what it is I want first. Unity, what do you think about that? That's perfect. You are, you're correct. I mean, cause with all the, the mentors that I've had this year, the first time you have a chat with them, they ask you, what, what are your goals? What's your vision? So you have to know yourself first. You have to be clear about what you want. Cause this is someone that you're asking, be my driver and don't want to know where are you going? Absolutely. If you don't know, then they cannot be of any use to you. You need to know where you are going. You need to have a direction and also, be honest with the mentors. It uh, It is possible that at some point in your career, you don't know where you are heading. You, you have no direction. Be honest to say, at this moment, I have no clue where I'm going. So I will really help if you can help me navigate my career. Okay, let's expand on that then a little bit as well. Because as a mentor, me engaging time with my mentee is also a big deal because I think Homolani mentioned it, you know, you've got to check your calendar, check your schedule to see how much of time do you have available? Because if you're investing in this relationship, both parties need to, again, be very intentional about making the time and the effort to do so. So when I am going to now sit with you, Unity, like you said, I'm going to want to know that you've got some idea of where we're going with this, some idea of what we need to be talking about. So without probably making this a bigger conversation, but as a mentee, what are probably the first Let's say top five things that the mentee needs to do before they even sit across a table from a mentor. And Damo? I love what um, Unity was saying because it's actually the opposite of what I sort of did at the beginning. When I approached my mentor, I didn't really have a clear vision of what I really wanted. I just, just wanted a mentor. So as time went, I realized, okay, they're asking me to bring um, my goals and What's my vision? Then 
I had to sit down and say, okay, who is Ndamo? What does she want, actually? Okay, where does she want to go? Why did I even choose this particular person to be my mentor? Is there something about them that I like? Is it their values or what? So I would say the first thing that you need to do or find out, like what um, Unity said, you need to know who you are. You need to know, are you going to be able to, maybe not, not really gel with this um, mentor, but are you going to be able to share maybe some of the values? Because obviously this is a partnership. You need to somehow have an agreement onto something or agreement of values. So you need to know who you are, what your values are, and what it is that you want your mentor to assist you with, and what it is that you want help with. You need to be clear about that. And we should also um, be clear that you're going to have to be vulnerable. You're going to have to take sometimes the not-so-good comments, but then you're going to have to just apply what they're saying or debate here and there. Because it, it's a conversation, it's a partnership. Debate here and there, and then make sure that you're open-minded. So I think, taking what you're saying here, there's an element of realism we have to bring to the table. Yes. When we're sitting across those mentors, trying to ask them to help us. Yeah. Because if we aren't real and authentic, they actually don't know who we are. True. So it becomes difficult to help, right? Moihabo, would you say when, when you realized that, okay, maybe I do need a mentor and how you approach that conversation, what was the hardest part about putting yourself forward? I think with me, the, the hardest part was acknowledging the fact that this person has always been there and has actually been a mentor to me. And the other thing is that we, we disagree, we disagree a lot with this person. For obvious reasons, he, he actually sees the best in me that I don't see. And very often he would be like, in terms of your career development, for, for, for example, he would say to me, this is where I see you in, 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 in the next five years. Then I'll be like, no, 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 no. In the next five years, I think I would still be gaining more skills and you know, I, I don't think I'll be ready for this. And we had, funny enough, we had the same conversation, um, some, I think it was last week. If not, no, it was actually this, this, this previous week. I think it was on Wednesday. And he said to me, where do you, he asked the question, where do you see yourself in five years? Then I said to him, I think I'll be in consulting. And then he said to me, don't you want to be a manager or something? Are you not looking into that? Then I said, no, 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 not me. I don't want to deal with people. No, I can't do that. I'd rather be a consultant and, you know. Then he said to me, no, actually, you are actually going to be a manager in five years. Then, which is something that I didn't agree with. We, we, he sees more potential in me, in me than I see potential in myself, which is a bit hard because I need to be on the same level with him. So that's where I am right now. I think what your mentor does is something that I know I do all of the time in that you, you sort of, you see the end line before the mentee probably sees it, right? And so when you start that journey, you almost end up investing super hard because you see, okay, I know three years, she's going to make it. She's going to be a manager. And in, in two years, she's going to tick this box. And, and here you're thinking, oh my God, no, this is too overwhelming. How am I going to get there that quickly? Humbalani, from your perspective, what then would you want your mentor to know about you 
Or what do you want your mentor to know, not necessarily about you, for them to start preparing to create that relationship and partnership? I think for me, Raksha, it's a matter of them knowing that it took guts for me to have that confidence of saying, be bold, take that first step, approach this person. And for me to approach you, you must understand that I would have taken my time to do a background, a thorough background research on who Raksha is, on who that person that I want to be my mentor is, what are their values, what do they how do they behave when they're in front of people? How does their future looks like? And I need to understand how they got there. So for me, when I come to you, I bring along all my vulnerabilities. I'm going to be vulnerable. You need to understand that for me to come to you, I don't know it all. I need direction. Yes, I will try prep and ensure that I don't waste time because I believe that for a mentor to agree and say, yes, I will help you. I'll take you through the journey. Those are busy people. I believe that they, their calendars are forever busy. So for the 30 minutes that you give me, maybe once a week, I do think about it. I do sit down and say, I don't want to waste their 30 minutes. I want to make every second count. And in me trying to make that second count, yes, there will be vulnerabilities along the way. I need you to just take time and guide me through it so I can know tomorrow when I mentor somebody else, I would have taken everything that you have taught me through to ensure that they don't make the very same mistakes that I have made with you. And of course, don't expect that I should be mimicking you in a way. So there would be not really disagreements, but um, conflicts here and there, constructive ones. Be open to me. I want you to know that you should be very much open to me. Criticize me if I have to. I mean, I have to be able to take both compliments and criticism. Someone just said, once said that it takes the flower, both uh, the rain and the sun for it to grow and flourish. So I want them to understand that they should be very open with me. Criticize me when need be and compliment me when need be. Be very open. That's powerful. I think... If I can simply summarize probably what you've just said, is then the foundation of all of this that we need to have honest truths with each other? It needs to be completely honest because if I'm going to be honest with you, like you said, you're going to be vulnerable and I need to understand your vulnerability and your realism in order for me to be able to help direct you. So does then that then become the foundation of the agreement that we need to be creating with each other, the space to be me? Because... Are you not putting a lot of pressure on yourself? If I can just stay with you in Damo for now, are you not putting a lot of pressure on yourself in that 30 minutes that you want to have that conversation? Do you think that this is what your mentor wants you to achieve in that 30 minutes? Or is this something that you know already? At the end of the day, uh, remember, mentors are very good at, from the moment we sit down, they are already at the end line and goal. They see things in me that already I don't see for myself. So in that 30 minutes, not that um, I wouldn't say putting a lot of pressure. I would say, you know, be bold enough to make me set goals that are structured and achievable because we struggle to set goals. If you don't be, if you don't push that much, I might be reluctant, I might be complacent, and in a way, I feel like that might waste your time as a mentor to me. Okay, so we're saying that we want our mentors 
to take the reins a little bit. We want them to be bold in pushing us out of our comfort zones and trying to help direct us down specific paths in order to get to that end goal that they're probably already seeing. Unity, does that resonate with you? Yes, it does. What you're saying. Fortunately, when I approached my mentors, I already had um, a clue of what mentorship is all about. And everywhere I've read is that the mentee should be the one in charge. So I was firstly honest with my mentor that, you know, this is the part that I need mentoring with. Technical part, I'm sorry, you don't need to uh, to guide me. I only need guidance on this and this and that. And then so when I'm going to be in this mentoring relationship, I'll want you to challenge me, like she's saying. I want you to, to challenge me because obviously I also have my time restricted. You also have your time restricted. You're going to ask me to give you a feedback on something and then I might nod based on whatever that I'm busy with. So I need you to initiate that conversation to say, hey, remember that feedback that I said I want on this and that. Hey, how far are you with this and that? So yes, they really need to challenge us. So we want mentors to to know that we're, one, we're brave enough to have taken the step forward to actually have this initial conversation. And the fact that I it took me out of my comfort zone means I'm serious about building this relationship with you, right? Then we're laying out with them what it is that we're looking for, but we need our mentors to then be honest with us, be bold to direct us in a certain direction, take control of steering us where they need to be and hold us accountable if we are not meeting our own requirements through this journey as well. How do we also then, Moihabo, maybe you can share some thoughts here. How do we then get them to hold us accountable as well as set the clear boundaries between mentee-mentor? you have more of the responsibility than they do as a mentee. Like, I would give you an example. We were on this program and then we had to attend on, on, on every Tuesday, except for one week in a month. It was a personal choice for, for us to attend. Sometimes we had things to do, but then we had to put those things aside to make sure that we attend because we felt like it's, it's more valuable for us to be on this program and attend and learn from all the other ladies than it would be for us to go out there. So same applies to when you have a mentor. It You have to be the one taking most of the initiative when it comes to giving feedback and making sure that in as much as he'll be there to drive the whole thing, you should drive it more from your side. So we need to take more of the responsibility than the mentor taking responsibility. Okay. And I think Unity also touched on that in the sense that the, the the big part of the drive has to come from the mentee because it's your journey and it's your path and you, the one who knows what you need from this other person. So if we talk about the boundaries aspect of this, because creating this relationship, as with any relationship, you've got to create boundaries in terms of how you want it navigated, how does it need to work? And Damo, do you have any thoughts on that? Has this been something you've you've dealt with as yet? I would say for me, with boundaries, maybe if you're unclear or unsure of where do I stop, maybe you need to uh, to speak up. Maybe you need to ask your mentor or, or just, yeah, ask your mentor that, okay, am I allowed to, to call you? Am I allowed to text you? Things like that. Maybe for some people might be like, no, um, let's not call, not call me around this time. 
Maybe let's use emails. So be sure of what your mentor likes. Yes. Yeah, and that makes sense, right? Because then you're not also clouding the relationship and the agreement that you have in place with each other. So you know exactly how those communication channels work best for both parties. With regards to how frequently, I think, Humbalani, you mentioned you have potentially one 30-minute conversation once a week, as an example. Do you find that that works best for you, or do you need them to be more available outside of that or more frequently? What would be the ideal for you? I think as you're asking the question, I'm trying to picture it in my head. I've had a female mentor mm-hmm. and um, not recently I've had a male mentor. Now when you guys are engaging on boundaries and the availability would sh- should it be structured on what we have said, the weekly, uh, anything out of the meeting, do I connect with you? Do I not connect with you? I think it's that it comes to awareness of knowing your mentor, of knowing yourself and how the engagement is while you're engaging together. To me, it shouldn't really matter. If um, I'm trying to think now with my female mentor, I don't know if females are just feminine and open because I realized Yes, we start engaging through personal, then it changes, the graph changes, we go to career and back to personal and so on. With a male one, the personal, you know, it will be just, hi, how are you doing? How's family? And so on. And we move to career. Okay, we were here. We're going here and so on. But to me, because we never really discussed that with my female mentor, anytime without doubt, when... I have a challenge. I would pick up my phone. I'd WhatsApp her. We've never really discussed. No, you can WhatsApp me. You can call me. That was never part of the discussion. But with the other counterpart, because of the engagements that we have and how we have them, I'd think twice. I don't even think of, okay, maybe WhatsApp him. Because I don't know, how would he take the words up? It, it comes back to what Undamrero has said. Maybe it's something that you discuss amongst each other. What would you prefer? Would you prefer that I WhatsApp you if I need an agent assistant on certain matters? And as mentors as well, I think, you know, as mentees, you ask yourself maybe a question. If it was him and he was in my shoes, what would he do? And if I took ample time, on making a research on you, maybe I would have, and how we converse when we're together, I'd have an idea, a teeny-weeny idea on how he would respond if I'm to WhatsApp him. Um, to WhatsApp him. Uh, do I apologize first or how I address the message? So I think it's that thing of females are more feminine, males go straight to the point. It's There's a gray line, a gray thin line in between. But that's so interesting because it also changes the dynamic of the mentee-mentor relationship, right? Unity, do you think that you take into account when you're thinking about who you're approaching, do I need to reach out to a female mentor or a male mentor? Does it factor into the consideration for yourself? It doesn't really matter okay. whether it's a male or female, but with me personally, I've preferred females because they can, who have walked my path, I feel like they can really understand what I'm going through, especially females who have been in production, in mining production. I prefer those ones to be my my mentors 
because I understand those challenges that I'm coming across as a female. They understand when you say in the bedroom you are being um maybe looked over because you are you are a female. You know, with with males they won't understand that they don't have to validate their presence in in boardrooms but as for females who do have so it does really matter for me and i prefer female ones and i'll say i i am honest to say that can we have a mentorship contract that is where we have to set the rules now we have to set the boundaries to say how often are we going to meet if we're gonna meet how are we going to communicate are we, am i allowed to just text you can i email you can i set up a professional meeting how flexible are you? So that's interesting. So for you, the relatability aspect becomes super important in the learning journey as well. And I guess, Mohalbo, you're probably sitting on the other end because you've already indicated to us that you have a male mentor, right? So maybe from your perspective, I, I hear completely where unity is coming from. And I've also, I think my stronger mentors have been males through my journey. W- what is it for you that that works better? Mm. Okay, uh, I was just, when, when, when Unity was talking, I was just listening and I was like, oh, okay. I also have, have, have a female one. And then when Humbu was also talking, I was like, yo, I can relate to that. <laughs> I can relate to that because I'll give you an example with peer to peer. It's anytime, anyhow, when I feel like talking to the person I call, but then with my, um, female, my female one, we talk about even personal stuff as well. And it can be WhatsApp, it can be phone call, it can be Teams, and we can also meet. But with my, um, the male one, which is the one that is actually, um, holding my hand, like very strict about everything. It's normally what I would do is I would send a WhatsApp and say, I need to discuss one, two, three. Please let me know when you have time. And then maybe he'll come back to me the same day or he'll get back to me the following day or maybe after two days because he's quite busy. And then we'll set up an appointment. He'll reserve time and then we'll set up an appointment and we'll do it via Teams. So it's different for peer to peer. And if it's the female is the one that is more like it's a comfortable one, but more of the value, I get more of the value from the male mentor because he is actually leading me in the right, right direction. And I guess at the end of the day, it's about what's going to work for you. Yeah. And I think that's the single biggest takeaway from the discussion we've all just had now is what works for you, but you've got to figure that out first. And I think Unity started with this, that you need to know yourself first before you even begin down this path. Because knowing who you are and what it is that you're looking for allows you to navigate better. And I think it's also important to have different types of mentors because that different perspective is so important in actually making you holistically more well-rounded, personally, professionally, whatever. And so at different stages of the career journey, you might need whichever type of stronger, more technically orientated mentor. So, okay, we've discovered I need to figure myself out. I need to know who I am so that I can figure out what it is that I'm looking for, whether it's male, it's female, it's someone in my organization, outside of my organization. What then do we want our mentors to cover? 
because the mentor needs to be prepared to engage with you as well. So Unity, maybe let's start with you. What does my mentor need to bring to the table from a topics perspective or a engagement perspective or a learnings perspective? What do you want from them? I want them to be my sponsor. I mean, I'm coming here with a clear vision that, you know, I'm looking at becoming this in the next year. And then these are the courses I've done. This is the experience that I uh, I have. I'm looking at them to be searching for opportunities for me. Yes. Okay. And that's perfect. So you got a very clear vision in terms of what you want and you know what you're looking for. So does that then obviously factor in in terms of, am I looking for somebody in my organization, in my industry, outside do you take that into account? Yes, I do really take that into account. Like uh, mining itself, it has become of who do you know um, much than of who knows you. you know? Understood. Who do you know and who knows you? So having a mentor who can go outside and be an advocate for you, be a, a sponsor for you, it's very much important, not only in your organization, but everywhere because opportunities are everywhere. So be intentional about how you find that person for yourself in in your instance. Humbalani, what about for yourself? Uh, Just like she says, um, I'm coming with a plan. I'm coming to you uh, with what I have drafted down. I need you to show me direction. I need you to sponsor me. Part of sponsoring, like she says, I need you to advocate for me. You've been in places where I have not been. You're in boardrooms behind closed doors where I am not. So I need you to advocate for my name. By me coming to you, you know my vulnerabilities. You know how you're helping me develop and how you're structuring me to make it and voice out. So I need you to be the voice for me in boardrooms where I am not. And uh, coupled with that as well, I think what uh, stands out for me as well is as much as um, I believe in myself, you believe more. You have seen more in me that I have not seen. So I don't need you to have any judgments that are your clouding. I need you to be very much open to me. Where you feel I am wasting time, tell me upfront so that I can change. I don't waste my time engaging more on things that I don't have to engage on. I mean, times have changed now after COVID. There's a lot that come tell me. No, digital focus on digital transformation, focus on this and that. Something that will help me move and make a name for myself faster. Okay, mm. thank you. That makes a lot of sense. So again, b- both you and Unity echo the same sentiments, that that plan needs to be so clear, the focus needs to be so clear, so then it becomes very clear and intentional on the mentor's part as to what they need to bring to the table and the role more than anything that they need to play. Boy, have you got the same experiences as the ladies? Most definitely. Uh, there's there's a plan in place, obviously, for my career. And I discuss with you as my mentor. And then you have to make sure that whatever skills that I need I need to, to, to acquire that. And how do we go about that? And then the other thing is, is that I would expect from, from my mentor is for them to be honest, honest with me. And, you know, honesty, sometimes when, when they are too honest, then it might just break me. But I would, I would prefer that they become very honest with me and guide me in the right direction. That is my, um, expectation when it comes to, 
the whole uh, relationship that we'll be having. But there's a plan in place for my career. And then we need to be in a position to be able to achieve whatever that I have planned. Okay. And in Damo, what about you? <laughs> um, I, I really um, relate with what the ladies are saying. Because you would want your mentor to, to plant seed, like to be that catalyst, mm-hmm. to be that mirror. So what I would like for my mentor to, to do is they should know that in rooms where I'm not there, they should be able to mention my name. If they're not mentioning it, it means there's some, there's something that we need to work on. And that should be, um, I should be told up front. Okay. You need to fix one, two, three. So I would also expect for my mentor to, when I need something or when I, when they see that I need to go for course one, two, three, they should be able to say, okay, there's resources. And I, I think you can go for this. What do you say? I would like for my mentor to be that kind of a catalyst. So number one is we need to be bold and take that first step to identify the right individual that we believe can add value to our journey. We need to be honest with them and they need to be honest back with us. We need to have a very clear plan in place and almost execute it ourselves, but have them drive that plan and sponsor us and shout our names out in rooms where we are not present to allow us to then take the next steps in the journey. And over and above all of that, I think it's about having and building an honest, trustworthy relationship with that other person so that they can be honest with their criticism or their constructive feedback so that I can then take that and develop myself to be better. How long do you think your journey with your mentor should last, Unity? If you've got your plan in place, does it end when it when you've ticked everything on the list or what is your typical lifespan with your mentor? Uh, I believe with mentors, they are one of the bricks of the world of my life. Mm-hmm. So that relationship should continue for a lifetime. They are part of my journey. So if I'm to stand in a bigger stage in the 10 years, I must be able to to say this person helped me. Yes, I must be able to give them the feedback that I am still going further. Do you find, Humbalani, that through your career path, you've stuck with some of the same mentors or they've grown with you through the journey or have they changed? Some of them have become part of my life. They know every step of my career journey. Yes, um, you might not be formally still my mentor, but we, like we discussed, we become part of a family kind mm-hmm. of before, without me realizing, I still engage with you. And in that, you will learn to realize that, um, you're not only a mentor. I'm not only a mentee. We're learning from each other. As much as I'm absorbing a lot from you, I'm also releasing some excess that you need from me. So to me, um, it's not a matter of a time frame. It's a matter of accepting and appreciating what I have learned and what we have learned through each other and carrying on with that relationship wherever we go. I think that's almost when you know as well you've, you've built it the way it's supposed to be. When they become so ingrained in your life, you don't even realize that that's the title that they have anymore, right? Most definitely. It becomes a friend or a family member or whatever it is. And and that's the beauty of, of how a true mentorship relationship should develop as well. Do we have any closing thoughts on this topic, ladies, about anything that we might have missed that we would love our 
mentors to know. And maybe from a point of view of that, you now are a mentee and tomorrow you're the mentor. What would you tell yourself, Moihabo, that I should do better for my mentee? Just hold them by the hand and be able to to recognize where they need to improve and not be too harsh on them as a mentor because I'll be I'll be a mentor next year for someone or I'm already a mentor to someone you're already yeah, are. To be, yeah yeah not too harsh on them and emphasize the fact that you know what there's always room for improvement because remember with this whole mentor mentee relationship the reason why we have people like that is because we see that we can do better in something but we need that um, assurance from somebody and somebody to actually hold our hands. Absolutely. Unity? Okay, so one thing that I'll say mentors should also be aware of is that as mentees, we are neighbors around them. We see them as the bigger person. We, we don't want to disappoint them. And another thing, we're also always afraid that will I be taking too much of their time Will I be taking them out of their schedule? Uh, is this too much? This is too much to ask or not? So as mentors, they must set those rules that will guide us so that we know we're not overstepping into their second. Yeah, and that's important, hey, because it again, it it's not easy talking to somebody and, and especially somebody that you admire or you look up to. It adds a different complexity into it. So, yeah, that's a very fair point. And Damo? I think my patching point is... um we appreciate mentors. We really appreciate their time, all the resources they put in. And going forward, uh, what Homebrand was saying, they become part of family. And even if we sort of outgrow you, not really, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you still become part of the family. You, it's not like you are left aside or no, you become part of the family because that now you have to move further. Yeah. Absolutely. We appreciate them. Homelani, what about you? Some closing thoughts? I think um, what stands up for me is what doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. And mentors need to realize that part, that when they are bold and they are open with us, even when sometimes it feels like you're becoming too hard, that you being that hard, tomorrow when I look back, I can only appreciate you more. If it didn't kill me, it made me a better person. So... Mentors should not pull back where they need to to push. They should push. I'm not going to die. And one other thing, Damo uh, uh, spoke on appreciation. I'm trying to uh, bring it back to WIMSA, how WIMSA has helped us as mentees. I mean, when we started in Feb, somewhere there, yeah. it was a large group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's all a personal, uh, meta. It's, it's all yourself. You tell yourself, I'm logging in. Even though I'm driving, I need to make time. Even though I'm getting home late, I need to make time. And for me, trying to say I need to make time, I'm doing it for me. Sometimes I'm doing it because I feel I cannot afford to miss these conversations. And that mentors then need to know and understand that they're doing a brilliant job. They're helping, they're impacting our lives in a matter that tomorrow 
we will forever be grateful for them. So sometimes when the group is not so flooded, it doesn't mean that it has anything to do with Raksha or Brownie. No, it's a personal awareness issue that we need to deal with ourselves on an individual basis. Other than that, mentors are doing super great. They've helped us in a way that we can never forget. Thanks for that as well. And I'm sure I speak on behalf of Bryony when I say we appreciate that. I think, you know, mentorship has played such a fundamental role in my own personal life and continues to on a daily basis. And I think I'm also very lucky in the sense that my mentors now become a very dear friend and or one of them rather has become a very, very dear friend. And it's still that one person I go to all the time to share all the good news, bounce ideas with, and just to get that perspective. Cause I think it's, it helps so much for us to get that self-confidence boost again from that person that you admire so much as well. And I think I have to share as well that every single one of you ladies has had such a positive impact in our lives as well, in terms of how you've mentored us through the learnings and the conversations that we've had. And I think that there's such power in the peer-to-peer relationship as well. And I look forward to continuously learning and seeing everybody's careers shine when you guys become the leaders of these programs in the future as well. So looking forward to that. Thank you, ladies, for making the time to join us today. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. And look out for more episodes on Network uh, with Women in Mining South Africa. Thank you so much. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. 